It's episode 46 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and this week's guests are Carleen McDermott and Keith Mulder. talk about slapdash thank yeah. you what slapdash okay both faces turn expectedly <laughs> to me so slapdash is an international improv festival that's been happening in london now for uh, six or seven years um it's not about facts this podcast it's not about, about facts which is good because to be honest that's the one fact i don't have so it was always run by the nursery to begin with and then last year C3 something got involved for the first time. Uh, and essentially, it's a week-long festival. There'll be shows for four nights, the 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd of October. But there'll be workshops all the way through from the 17th to the 23rd. And it's just a chance to uh, bring the internationals to us to celebrate improv across the Europe, and across the Europe, across Europe while we're still a part of it and they want to come, uh, and across the rest of the world. And also to just give Londoners a chance to see see a massive variety of styles on stage and to learn from an enormous number of teachers, all of whom represent the diversity of improv because it is 11 white men. It actually is, yeah. It, is, it actually is 11 white, white male teachers. I was very yeah. conscious of that when we were booking it all. We had one yeah. female improviser coming and she had to drop out and everybody else is a yes. white guy. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, The performers are very mixed, but the teacher is... <laughs> we have failed the diversity test. <laughs> the teaching test, though, we're winning. They're great. Okay. Oh well, I'm, I feel a little disappointed. I was fully behind Slapdash now, and you brought up the lack of diversity and the people you bring across. Oh, shit, man. Well, what are we going to talk about for the other 45 minutes? Keith's here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about festivals and bringing over people, because that's one of the things I enjoyed, particularly from last year's Slapdash, was just the opportunity to see different people who I didn't know performing different styles and just being made aware of all the things you can do in improv. Yeah, were you, uh, were you ever night that um, Anthony Tamanik and Neil Casey yeah. done the two-man movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a faster call back an improv show. It was a it was a rock night. I did. <laughs> Seriously, the... they blew the roof off the place. Yeah. I've said a couple of times to people because I was lucky enough to be hosting that night. Yes. It was incredibly humbling to have to be the one to take the stage after they performed because just the wave of noise yeah. coming at me like it's the the only improv act I've ever had to call back on for another <laughs> bow. Yeah. Um, Do you want to explain for those that weren't there? Oh my God! So it's hard to sum up, but go on. It's a, so Anthony and Neil, um, two just incredible inf improvisers, um, who came and came yeah. last year for Slapdash twenty fifteen. Anthony Tamanet, you might recognise as being the most famous Donald Trump doing the rounds yeah, at the moment. Um, he's and taken over um, at midnight this week. He so, has, uh, yeah. At, uh, Comedy Central is hosting as Donald uh, Donald Trump. And Neil Casey, if you don't hate all women, uh, was the bad guy <laughs> in the most recent Ghostbusters. So yeah, yeah, two. Massive names. Uh, and all thanks to Slapdash. Yeah. For, uh, <laughs> propelling them into. He yeah. was auditioning for Ghostbusters as he was here, but it was being here that really clinched it for him. Yeah. It was the last bit they are like, cool, man. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> Fantastic. So they do a film called The Movie, um, which uh, Colleen and I are in a team that, that do The Movie. Um, we do a little bit better than them. Yeah. But we wanted yeah. to them to come over anyway. Yeah, we wanted to do that bit and coach them. <laughs> but, um, oh my God, it was just insane because... The move is a difficult film, oh. Carleen would agree, with, with a full 18, uh, eight person I've been team, improvising for 20 hard. years and it's so fucking hard. It's hard. I, mean, I, don't, even, so I much... don't even like it. We do it every Sunday <laughs> and I don't even like it. Yeah. It's so hard. It's like but a... the audience seems to like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so to do it with two people is just insane. And let's put a spin on it. Not only did I do it with two people... So you've, and they're playing every character, they're doing all of the, uh, the camera angles, the, the sound effects. They've done basically a face-off parody. So not only are they remembering what character they are, they're remembering what other characters' face they've got. It was <laughs> like and a face-off just swapped oh. two people. Their piece ended up swapping five. <laughs> oh, people yeah, it was just in, I've never seen anything like it. The 10-year-old girl, a sexy 10. If you if you remember, um, ended up being the oh that came goodness. from the show. That wasn't just Keith's opinion. <laughs> no, no, she was very sexy. <laughs> um, yeah, just just. And is it all right if it's uh, you know 
a middle-aged man playing there. It's even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think the Two Men movie was the absolute epitome of Slapdash. It's the show that everybody is still talking about a year mm-hmm. later, which is something I love about improv. You can't ever see that again. Yeah, no. But, and to explain it, everyone sitting at home is just like, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but to having, having been there, I think we all as improvisers have those shows where it's just like, holy shit, my mind was blown. Yeah. But then there's three other nights and a dozen other acts doing entirely different things. You know, Teatro Bu were there who are an Italian uh, um, improv group from Milan who specialise in clown and improv and their style of play is also extraordinarily funny but very slow, very emotionally Mm. grounded, very physical, which is something that I think English-speaking improvisers all acknowledge is something we're poor at. We'll stand around and chat a lot and be really clever. As soon as I get off the mainland here and head over to Europe, uh, everyone's moving, everyone's got fantastic facial expressions, and it makes me realise how many scenes I do where it's just like, me on a chair, me standing with hands on hips. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we had teams last year from Estonia, from... Uh, I love the Estonians. I thought was the name of the group. Yeah, they were all in the fancy dresses and stuff. Yeah, the soap opera thing. Yes, I love that. I was just like, well, first of all, you can improvise in heels. Right. That immediately yeah. wins my respect. And then it was just a, I don't know, I just loved the, I just loved their style. It was just so entertaining. It was just, oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Really great. I think that's what's great about Slapdash is just like, everything just coming from all around the world. And we don't, I think we've got a great improv scene in London, so I'm not shitting on our, on our scene because I think it's, I genuinely do, I think it's fantastic. But just as Connie was saying, just like all of these other styles and just possibilities. Um, we've got some really cool acts this year. Well, we're really lucky. It's, I mean, a nice segue. We're really lucky in London, I think, because we do get our fair share of American teachers over yes. where there are scenes that are way more developed than us and way more established. Um, and, you know, it's no, anybody who knows anything about C3 something, we wear our hearts on our sleeves. We love UCB. We love that style uh, of game. Um, but also, as an Australian who grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, it took me four and a half hours on the airplane to get to the other side of my country, <laughs> let alone anywhere else in the world. <laughs> to be someone who has performed in Sweden, I've performed in Estonia, I've performed in Spain, uh, I've performed in uh, Norway, I've performed in uh, Finland, you know, uh, I'm missing places. Apologies to any other festivals who may hear this that uh, I've been horse to. Horse and Stables every Sunday night. Horse and Stables every Sunday night, 6pm <laughs> and 8pm, SE17RW. Um, uh, and Miller know. every other Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Is that this week? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's absolutely phenomenal that all of these places are doing their own improv. And it does sadden me a little bit that there's there's that bit of disjoint between here and there when it's like, it takes you an hour. It takes you an hour on an air. Go. It's closer than Scotland. <laughs> Go. Um, and so that's one of the things that's wonderful to me about Slapdash. Uh, I can't speak for everybody involved in the process. I mean, uh, Keith's working with us for the first time. Mariana has been doing the most amount of work. If you look on Facebook, 90% of the stuff coming out is coming from her. Uh, and obviously the nursery. But like Shem and I know every single person who's coming. We've seen them perform all. Uh, we've worked with them. Like, we haven't just brought randoms. These are all hand-selected teams hand-selected teachers because we know how much they can bring to London and how much people could, um, not even, it's not even about benefiting from them. It's just like you say, it's just about coming, cool, you like blue? I like blue. Now come and see all the other colours. Yes. Yes, and just being made aware that the other colours exist is mm. kind of mind-blowing. Mm. So what is it, what is it that you want to teach London? Holy shit, man, you better answer that one because I'm going to offend people. My list is so long. People are just going to be like, she thinks we don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By which I mean, you know, why have you selected these people to come across? What can they offer the people of London? Yeah, well, I mean, I, uh, I haven't seen them, but I've been, um, I've watched. Convoy. Uh, so we've got Convoy coming over. The, I haven't just the, seen them. I've played with them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've they've oh. played with you. <laughs> I definitely played with them. It was, <laughs> I would love to be like, yeah, they did. They played with Shem. I played with them. 
Um, so they're a fantastic um, team from UCB in LA. Cool. Um, and uh, they've got some just amazing videos on YouTube. And that's what's cool now. It's like we can watch on YouTube all of these great acts. And um, it's just, it seems, like, I mean, you've played, they seem like really fast and playful. And... The thing that's wonderful about uh, Convoy, if you watch them, if you like the American style of improv, they're a real marriage of it. Like they're a UCB flagship team. They're the team that everybody else goes Convoy. When Shem and I were over there with Will and Al playing with them, even like improvisers we really respect were like, you're playing with Convoy? I haven't even played with Convoy. It's like, that's me in my place. Um, but uh, so they're a UCB flagship team, but they're mad Rosowski advocates. They're all IO trained. Like they're a real mesh of uh, wonderful playing styles. And one of Convoy's greatest assets is that they never say no to anything. Right. They are the perfect team for just like, yep. And they basically, they sort of almost don't play with a straight man. You've invented this crazy word, cool. Here's a justification for it. Let's live in the madness. Um, and for me, they are, they are the epitome of how I would like to play because they're so funny. Their game in scenes is so sharp, but then they're emotional, it's grounded, it's interesting. And as an advocate of UCB, I feel like they're a great one for demonstrating the whole, like, it's not just game, guys. It is, you got to have all the tools in your belt uh, for people that do the whole, like, UCB is just game. It's like, mm, I challenge you to come see Convoy then. <laughs> I challenge you to see Convoy and then say that sentence in my face yeah. afterwards. Challenge one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many times we play in that game. Oh, my God. Lots of my challenges are coming at you. <laughs> What I, I literally just left my chair for the listener. <laughs> I got so excited. And I don't ever get up voluntarily. <laughs> she, did. she did. What I found really interesting was uh, when they announced the workshops that are going on sale. Mm -hmm. So Alex Berg is one of the teachers uh, that plays on uh, Convoy. And he's, as you say, like UCB and known for game. Game, game, game. And the first workshop that he's put on sale was emotional heightening, which yep. to me is like, well, that's a very IO kind of it's like emotions and... Well, that's one of Convoy's main beliefs, that it, when people try to heighten improv scenes, people do just linear heightening, mm. dad, Mr. President, God, dad, Mr. President, God. And one of the things that Convoy really preaches, I've been uh, lucky enough to work with Alex, Fer uh, to learn from Alex Fernie, who's one of Convoy, is if you heighten the emotional stakes, you usually have a better heighten because uh, it means more and it matters more yeah. rather than just we're playing the same scene, but mm. instead of dad, it's Mr. President. Yeah, and they're actually they're bringing over um, Drew Defonso Marks. Drew Defonso Marks. He's playing with them, who apparently, like you know him, yes. he's a bit of a legend in his own, and he is just like a game machine. He um, is. Um, so I need to meet him so he can explain what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that was going to be very my very much next question. Yeah, we keep mentioning game. Ooh, know. I still don't know what game is. Well, luckily, there's still a few tickets left for sale for Drew DeFonzo Marks making Drew game easy. Marks making game no, easy that is sold, sold out. out. <laughs> I got the last one. I have to say, I mean, I shouldn't. I guess I shouldn't, but fuck it, I'm going to anyway. Knowing everybody who's teaching, Drew is doing a class called You Decide What This yes. Is. And it's. Um, Basically, every single person who takes the class comes in with one thing they want to work on. Me, personally, I'm going to take it and work on straight manning. Because I'm a terrible straight man. When I'm in seats, I can be as mad as a box of frogs. The second I'm a straight man, I'm just like, you're stupid, this is weird. <laughs> and then I'm really surprised that our scene isn't funny. Um, mm. But uh, Drew is a phenomenal teacher. He just has a way of explaining stuff that just makes it... He does, he makes shit easier. Uh, in a way that... I've, I've taken classes with some phenomenal teachers who are really inspiring. Michael Delaney is very Yoda-like. But Drew is that teacher that it's just like, God, why have I found this so fucking hard? It's like, <laughs> where were you four years ago? He just has a way of just like, no, no, it's this. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, so he's my challenge to London. Challenge to. So you decide what this workshop's about. Pick I'm the one thing you get notes gonna, on. I'm actually going to take account of you here. I'm going to be controversial and tell people not to sign up for that one. Purely because I've signed up and at the moment 
There's only a few people, so I want as much one-on-one <laughs> time as, <laughs> as possible. So Challenge this is to be a retracted. Yeah, <laughs> do not sign up for this. <laughs> that's true, actually. That's one of the only ones I've managed to sign yeah. up for. So, far. Yeah. so I've politely stepped back to let London have their dig at it first, and now I'm really regretting my choices <laughs> and just like, man, I brought them over. Why aren't I in this? <laughs> I don't have a class with Scott Adsit. Fuck you guys, Scott, Scott Adsit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Scott Adsit. Oh, so for those of you who um, might not know, Scott Adsit is an improviser who's been going a long time. He started in Chicago. Uh, he was at Second City there and um, IO there. You would probably best know him as Pete Hornberger from 30 Rock. So he was on 30 Rock for all seven seasons. With, with a Tamanek. A Tamanik was on in the background, as was John Murray. Uh, more specifically with Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a name worth dropping. <laughs> and a few other people. Uh, she's coming to Slapdash 2017. Oh, she's... Yeah, I mean, is, that, she's, is that confirmed? Well, she's because at my house. challenge four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tina's at my house now just hanging out. She just yeah. didn't want London to know. Um, yeah, so Scott Adsit uh, is an absolute hero and just mad crush of mine, quite frankly. And if you look on his IMDb page, if you've seen Big Hero 6, the DreamWorks film, he's the voice of Baymax. But he also has done a whole pile of his own stuff, Moral Oral. Get on YouTube and check that out. It's a very funny comedy show, very weird acclamation, weird but in a great way. Um, so he's coming over. He's going to do Adsit and You, which is a show he does oh, at... Uh, the UCB Improv Festival every year, uh, the Del Close Marathon. And he will just pull people out of the audience. So this is a genuine legend of improv. Um, normally, again, I would step back and let London go. I may just push my way to the front. <laughs> like, guys, this may be a thing I'm going to do, guys. Well, I was talking to Drew. Uh, to Drew. I was talking to Shem um, earlier today. He'll be very flattered. Yeah, I was, that's not a bad <laughs> mistake. I was talking to that. Shem Defonso Marks. <laughs> And he said that at DCM, I don't know if it was this year or last, but at the Del Close Marathon, mm-hmm. Scott Adsit played. And at the Plays very front year. of the very front of the queue was Ari Vadugis. Yeah, uh, Vakidis, yeah. Vakidis, yeah, at my 101 teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, and he is, like, a legend in his own right. And he's, like, a little fanboy running to... So that, for but me, But he was shows... genuinely the first person up. It was so funny, because Scott... It's a packed room. It's at the Chelsea... Uh, theatre, so all the seats are filled, the standing room is completely filled, so there's a good 200 people in the room, and it's Scott Edson, everyone's like, Scott Edson, it's Scott Edson, my seat's getting damper and damper, um, not through urine, everybody, um, uh, and he does the whole, like, who wants to go first, and you could feel most of the room does that suddenly awkward thing of, like, oh no, uh, and you see that, like, this hand shoots up, and he leaps out of his seat, and it's Ari Vakidis, who not only has been a UCB teacher, he was the second ever um, UCB intern, his wife Betsy being the first. So he has been an improviser and improv teacher for like nigh on 20 years. <laughs> he, yeah, he leapt down. Um, so now, you can play with him. we get to play with him. Yep. Yes. Yeah, but you yeah. can't train with him though, people were clever. Those classes sold out in 60 seconds. <laughs> he went on sale, he went off sale, guys. So if you wanted to take a class with Scott Adsit, find someone with a ticket and kill them because you are shit <laughs> out of luck. Challenge four. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Improv London podcast does not advocate the killing of improvisers <laughs> and then the stealing of their tickets. <laughs> Colleen McDermott's views represent herself. Necessarily <laughs> <laughs> the management of the podcast. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so what's what's... Why is Scott Adsit so amazing? A lot of it is just... And can we learn from it? Oh, fuck yeah, we can. Oh, we can. I mean, I learned from just watching him. I've watched him at the last two DCMs. So, I mean, one of the reasons he's amazing is because he's been doing it for, like, 30 years. And also, something that's great about Scott is that he does so much. He's a writer, he's a director, he's a producer, he's an actor, he's an improviser. So he's learned to take those skills and expand them. But one of the things that I loved watching uh, Scott this year, I saw him in Gravid Water, which for people that don't know is a show where they get professional actors in. So really professional actors, people off Broadway, things like that. The people off Broadway have been given a script with one side of the lines and they have it completely memorized. And then the improviser has no idea what that script is going to be. And together they perform. Oh, I've heard of this show. Yeah, it's it's fantastic to watch. Uh, I know Katie Shute has tried a variation of it here. Um, it's phenomenal watching it with professional actors and really experienced improvisers. But one of the things that I loved about watching Scott do it is that he really went to the material. So, like, he made it hilarious. He made it really, really, really funny. But not by 
selling the material out or cheapening the scripted work, but just by really listening and then finding incredibly fun ways to build on it. And I could feel the audience getting blown away because there were so many times the actor chooses when they're going to deliver the next line. They're looking, and sometimes it does feel a little bit crowbarred when you watch that show, and it's a bit like, well, this line doesn't fit, but I have to speak anyway. There were so many times in his where everyone was like, that felt really natural. That did feel like the next line because of what whatever he'd said had made was moving in that direction anyway. Um, so I feel like, yeah, if you want to learn from Scott, you can really learn listening. And also just watch someone that experience play with people out of the audience. Watch, uh, I've had the pleasure of watching Jason Manzoukas do the same thing. He does that. Um, see how inexperienced people can make other ones look like a genius by listening and by exploring their ideas and bringing it to the other player rather than just, I'm funny, we'll make it about me. Is that a good answer? That's a very good answer. Good, man. We're going to need to dry this chair off too. That's too much about Scott. Let's move on. <laughs> Who else are you looking forward to? Uh, uh, well, should we move away from the to... Americans? I mean, we've got Big Bang coming in from Boston. They're wonderful. But let's, let's have a look at some yeah, of the European. Um, so I got um, Prabhat, um, alumni of the uh, <laughs> Improv London podcast, <laughs> um, and my old teammate from Hammer and Zeus Project. I got a random... And Cynthia Book. Uh, yeah, Never forget you. Cynthia Book. <laughs> Um, so I got around he's in Berlin at the moment he's moved over there um, for probably for like a year or so well, right. who knows right? let's see it's Prabs we know who knows, yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> so I got a random um, message from Prabs um, recently um, can we swear one, on? Yeah. actually she's been swearing non-stop so <laughs> sorry I London got, I just got a holy fuck and I was like what and he went good luck Barbara and I was like what and there's a team called Good Luck Barbara that are in Berlin. And, so technically um, we've moved away from the Americans, but we have now moved to Americans who live in Berlin. Oh, they're <laughs> they're <laughs> I'm learning here too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he was just blown away by him. He's, he, he said he's never seen anything like it. So like, he's raving. And you know what? If you know Prabs like I know Prabs, it takes a lot to like really impress him. <laughs> so um, yeah, he was genuinely impressed. Um, so, uh, so Good Luck Barbara. Nightbox. Now- Yes. Lightbox. Lightbox. So, mm. oh, well, we'll do both. And Good Luck Barbara are a team that are now based in Berlin who run their own improv theatre there. Um, and they do a whole pile of different things. There's f- three or four of them coming. They're not clear yet. The T Brothers and a guy named Chris Rock. Sadly, not that Chris Rock. <laughs> and then a woman who I haven't met. So there are some people coming that I haven't met. I'm very excited. Challenge um, five. <laughs> meet, find the people I haven't met. <laughs> It's like one of those children's activities that are, you know, when they go to an art gallery, it's like, find the picture that has a telephone in it. <laughs> I was thinking Pokemon, but yeah. <laughs> don't. I'm so addicted to Pokemon Go. I don't understand why. She is literally playing it as we speak. She's aimed her phone at the eye. I'm not, but it is always open in my background. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just got a man chop before we started. Um... <laughs> Uh, so they're wonderful. And then Lightbox is a really exciting one. It's an improviser mm. named Frank Buzz. He's coming over from France. Uh, I worked with him. Where was I with him? Sweden in Uppsala this year. Um, and Shem took his workshop there and said it was great. So that's one of the reasons why he's coming here. So he focuses very much. He's an improviser, but in real life, his uh, real job is basically he's an improv teacher and a lighting designer. Wow. So uh, one of the mixer shows we do, uh, mixer shows each Slapdash, which is where we take people from all of their own teams and bring them together so we can see how internationals play together. Um, Kind of like the UN. Yeah, exactly (laughs) how the UN works. And we get together and Kofi Annan comes back in. Mm. They bring him back in. He's no longer leading the UN, but he does all of their, like, teaching them how to be trees. uh, Sweep edits. Yes. (laughs) And sing. Um, uh, Yeah, so when we do the mixer groups, his is going to be lighting lead so they'll be using a whole pile of different lights and he'll be looking at how you can use lights to support your improv but also how you can use lights to direct your improv or inspire your improv um i love blank stage white lights four chairs like i love that improv starts from nothing but i also love that you can build an environment without building environment just by using lights so you'll see him do that but then also he's running a workshop and I know a lot of improvisers, because I was a little bit to begin with like, 
we'll perform above pubs when everybody fucking likes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he's aware that it's it's not just like if you had access to a full theatre, you could do this. <laughs> it is also like, hey man, you've got like one, you've got one spotlight. Yeah. Cool, we'll look at that too. So there is the full range of like. So it's just, for me, it's just a really fun, different way to have a look at how you improvise. It's not just what's happening in your scene, it's what ha what's happening around it. Um, gosh, who else have we got? Oh, I'm so excited. So, what about um, Le, Le Carp? Because we Le met Cedric, Cedric oh, came to play with us. Um, yes. And I saw, uh, for the first time ever, um, we've got um, a regular um, improviser comes to our shows at the Horse and Stables called Lucy. Um, and Lucy's French and Cedric came from France uh, and in our jam um, they done a, a scene just purely in French <laughs> because she has started her improv here and in Japan, Japan so she's yeah. improvised in Japanese she's improvised in English but she had never yeah. improvised in French wow so she was just like, do you think yeah. he'd do a scene? It's like, I bet yeah. he would. And I think I understood what was happening yeah. in the scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, was yeah. really... I understood all the language up the top. I, knew, I understood, I didn't, I don't know any French. Um, I didn't, I had Japanese as a high school language. Um, but I recognised such the rhythm that I knew they had asked for a suggestion. <laughs> 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 so I gave them like my one French word, oof. <laughs> they were like, oof? It's like, yeah, egg, oof. It's the only, I've given you my one French word, go. You, you explained to them what oof meant. I think they were curious as to whether or not I was giving a suggestion or just making a noise. <laughs> my accent was so horrific. Earth, you know. <laughs> Biblioteca? I don't... <laughs> I think that's Spanish. I have no idea. I'm incredibly ignorant. So what, what are they saying? Le Cap Hote. Le Cap Hote. Um, to apologies to anyone listening in French because I've just murdered that. <laughs> they are bonkers in the best way possible. Mad as hatters. So there's three guys coming over. Cedric is one of them, Dan, Gael. Uh, if you're attracted to boys, this is the show to watch. <laughs> because they're all just gorgeous, sexy Frenchmen doing gorgeous, <laughs> sexy improv. Very physical. Uh, quite clownish. But in a way that I, I love. Um, oh, see, this is... I can't not get bitchy, Stuart, but I'm going to do it. I feel like a lot of people, when they marry clown to improv... Just do the whole like, it's an excuse to go crazy. And I personally find that really hard because I'm still just like, why, 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 you, why? I need, I need a justification or it's not good improv. Uh, which it, that's just a thing in my brain. So I feel like these guys have the great marriage. They do a thing called Let's Play. I don't know if that's what they're doing here because it's improv. They might be doing a different show. But Let's Play, um, they look to be inspired by everything. So they'll... Uh, randomly reposition chairs, they'll use their clothes, they'll grab stuff off the audience, and it'll just be like, can anything inspire us? Now let's just have a look at how this scene develops, and some of their scenes will be full of dialogue, and other ones will have no dialogue. There'll be song, there'll be music, there'll be a ton of stuff. Some ideas we'll revisit, some ideas we'll never see again. Uh, I've seen them at several European festivals, and every single time they lift the roof off the place, they are so popular. Um, to my genuine chagrin, uh, so many festivals I've been at, the rebranding have been like the team. Everyone's been so excited. We've been great. And then Luck Up Off played. Everyone's like, oh, you were nearly the best at the festival. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Luck Up uh, They're also great friends of ours. Uh, they're really wonderful people. And they're doing two classes, which I'm really excited about because of what we were saying before about how uh, and I'm worse for this than anyone. I coach four teams in the UK. I teach classes and I never teach anything physical because I'm a big fat blob with a bad back and arthritic knee. So I never fucking move in my scenes. I never move in life. <laughs> if I could get a toilet with wheels, I would never stand up again. Um, so Dan is focusing on answering with silence. So it's all about shut up, listen, how can you respond emotionally? How can you use your face? How can you use your environment? And I'm desperately going to my phone because it's just straight up dropped out of my head Cedric's what Cedric's one? doing. Yeah, what's Cedric mime, doing? Mime and object mime work. and object work. So yeah, I mean, those guys to me are teaching two classes that English speaking improvisers would be well advised to go to mm. because it's, um, yeah, I don't think it's fair to say, to, I'm not shitting on people to say that's a real weakness of ours, I think, um, of remembering all of the objects and what to do with them. So I would 100% encourage people to take their workshops and check yeah. out their shows. Um, AMS. AMS. Oh, another German group, not from Berlin. 
that's a real mixed group. So they are uh, a mix of Germans, this, and, and then a whole pile of different people from different expat communities have come together. Because a lot of, when you go over to Europe, I know you were asking a lot about the festivals out there, a lot of European improv communities have got at least one or two expats at the head, where it's someone who's moved from here or America or something that's just been like, I've moved away from my hobby. I will build it back up single-handedly. Um, AMS are the most lovely guys, uh, and they're really solid. They've been building their own community as well. They are similar to C3 something in the sense of they do a lot bringing out American teachers. Uh, Toby Sailor, Silas, sorry Toby if you listen to this I've just killed your surname, uh, is a good friend of Will Hines. So Will Hines goes out and works with them. So this is, um, I think only their second or third international festival. So they're all really excited to come. They're really on it. And who else have I missed? Are we going? Yada yada. Yada yada improv. Oh my god, how could I miss yada yada improv? Trent, sold out. Holy shit, guys. Yeah, Trent Pansy, if you wanted to train with him, it's like Scott had said, too late. <laughs> too late. Um, if you listened to my last podcast with Stuart, you probably heard me mention Trent Pansy because um, Trent is the person who comes to mind when I say expat building improv communities. He is the force behind the Finland Improv Fest, FIF. And you were talking about European festivals. If you're going to do one, guys, do Slapdash. <laughs> if you're going to do two, go to FIF. Challenge uh, six. Challenge <laughs> six. Uh, but not DCM. European festivals. Uh, I did put European festivals uh, in front. Yeah, if you're going to do one, guys, go to DCM. Fuck this. <laughs> 50 hours, nine stages. I mean, we're trying, but we're above the miller. Um, we're doing our best. Because there are a lot of festivals in Europe, way bigger than um, anything that we can manage here. I mean, Slapdash sold out last year, but that's still 100 people per night. We're above the miller. Hoopla, thank you, Steve Rowe, uh, is nice enough to give us the space for the festival. Um... But Finland, Uppsala in Sweden, uh, Gothenburg in Sweden, two different Swedish festivals, Barcelona, they'll all get uh, 200 people, 250, 300 people. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, Finland is the festival we all measure ourselves against. If we're doing as good a job as Trent and FIFA is, then we're doing it right. And Trent absolutely knows that we have all ripped him off. We've ripped off how he does things. We've ripped off his forms. He is completely aware that he is putting in the hard yards and we are all copying and pasting. Yeah, quite literally. Before um, we set up our social media for this, uh, for this festival, uh, Mariana and I, we split all of the festivals into half to do research on what works well. And in the end, our report was just look at Thief. Just look at <laughs> that and yeah. Because I was going to ask fantastic. what your advice would be for people that wanted to run an improv festival, but now I know. WT, yeah. WDTD, yeah. what did Trent do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah if people want to run an improv festival, I mean, they can pick our brains. My other piece of advice is get Mariana to work with you. Yeah. Uh, and if I could pronounce her surname, I would pitch for Mariana Talking Dog. Uh, she's a wonderful <laughs> <laughs> improviser, yeah, great and person. You know what? She's got some great ideas outside of, because we've got some... We've, we tried to do a few extra things outside of usual shows and workshops this year. So we've got um, we've got a movie this mm -hmm. year, um, not a Jean-Claude Van Damme improvised movie. <laughs> Although every Sadly. Sunday at the Horse and Stables, uh, 8pm. <laughs> yeah, or 6pm for the drop-in. SE1, 7RW. Nearest tube is Lambeth North. It is closed though, go to Waterloo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, she has spoken to um, a director whose name I'm definitely not trying to remember desperately right now. Mr. Newell, I know his, his last name is Newell. I know his uh, film is Open Seasons. Uh, open Tables. Open Table. I fail. Keep talking, uh, I fail. Jack, Jack C. Newell is his name. And he has got um, a movie that was made entirely using improvisation. Wow. Um, so we're after one of the nights, I, I don't know if it's, I think it's for Thursday, but once we all finish at the Miller, it's going to be, it's free for everyone, come over. Um, and to we'll, the we'll new all, nursery on Western yeah, Street. Yeah, the new nursery, right next to London Bridge. Okay. And um, she's even got in touch with Propercorn, providers of the best popcorn known to man. And they, and they are, I don't know if it's a slogan, but it should be. Um, and they've, they've provided, um, I won't specify the amount of free popcorn because I might be eating some before. But um, yeah, but we've got free popcorn from Propercorn. Yeah. Um, and, and also like, um, so we've got a movie. We've also got, and this is, I've got to say, I'm almost as excited about this as I am about the workshops and the shows. We've got a lecture 
already I've lost you. I knew you were going towards Berg. <laughs> Alex Berg from UCB. Um, I'm still yet to meet, but I know I'm going to love the guy. Um, He's a really good Number guy. one, because he likes wearing shorts on stage, and so do I. Um, but he's... I've um, seen him do a full improv show in just shorts. Great. Bare feet, no shirts. Just, great. yeah. Well, the no feet... Uh, no feet? No feet. No, <laughs> no shoes. The no shoes speaks box. to me. Yes. I have not improvised with shoes yeah. for at least a year and a half now. So Alex Berg, um, he loves psychology. And he's doing a lecture, a free lecture at the nurse, at the, the Miller, I believe on Thursday night. It's the um, 20th of October. Which one's that one? That is the Thursday, Thursday night. night. Yep, 6 p.m. free entry. 6 p.m. It's free. Um... A lecture on psychology and improv, the wow. relation between improv and psychology, um, and it's a lecture. And I just can't, I can't wait. Like, what is that going to say, Stuart? What is he going to say? I don't know. We'll have to go along and yeah. find out, won't we? Yeah, yeah. genuinely. I, I'm proud. To, I got you can come to that. It's not like Drew's workshop. People can come to that nice, one. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're looking. I mean, that's going to be great. Uh, mm. Yada yada room. Probably we're talking about. They're a team that I, I personally adore. I know them really well. Uh, from having gone to Finland so much, and they're a team that, uh, you know, when you just get to see a team over and over and over again, and every time I see them, they're better. So the first time I saw them, it was really clear that Trent was teaching them all and guiding them all, but it was like, oh, there's an enormously talented guy who's moved from Chicago, and there's a whole pile of really eager Finnish people doing their best. And now you watch them, it's just like, that's just a good team. <laughs> that's a good team. Nice. Um, so I'm really excited about them. And just because we've listed so many people, I want to get the ones we've missed. Big Bang are coming over from Boston. Mm. Uh, some of you have met them before or been they've been before. They've taken workshops with them before. It's a very freestyle of improv. Will Lawera is the one that's going to be teaching out of that. Um, oh, that's exciting. Will Lawera and Kevin Scott are coming. So Will Lawera uh, is uh, really led Big Bang for a long time in Boston. He's now based in Florida. And it's all about sort of... Um, Freestyle improv, freeform. just like freeform. Thank you, freeform. Grab whatever is shiny to you and run with that and go, 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 go. And Big Bang shows are notoriously very quick paced. Um, anything that they find exciting. It's not about playing games or beats or returning to ideas. It's like this shiny thing, jump on it, run. That shiny thing, jump on it, run. Uh, so they'll be doing that. But then Kevin Scott is coming, who is a genuine improv legend. Holy shit. Uh, so Kevin Scott was with Centralia. He plays now at the Pit in New York. He, there's, uh, in Estonia this year, um, Tilt is their improv festival. It's happening at the same time as Slapdash. No. I know. Fuck you guys, because we booked first. You know I'm right, Rahel. We booked that time first, and you put yours on top. Uh, I have played Tilt, and I love the Estonian improv scene, so I can't complain, but he's doing both. He's the only teacher that's coming over and doing both. Oh, wow. Cool. So, yeah, he's going to play early on in the week. Uh, him, Will, and then my teammate, John Agapu. Uh, who plays regularly with us and coaches several teams, including the Parentheticals and Ripcord, uh, who originally trained in Boston. That's where he started his improv at Big Bang. So they're basically doing three generations of freeform improv because Kevin is the master. I mean, Centralia were doing improv on Broadway when UCB were just trying to set up in New York. They were a Broadway show bringing improv to the masses. Wow. So Kevin is Yoda. Kevin... Which one is Obi-Wan? Will? Uh, Always Obi-Wan? Well, Michael Delaney in New York is actually Yoda. Like, that's his oh, nickname. Okay. Uh, Kevin Scott is more... Vader. It's more Star Trek. It's more like... Oh, he's not him. He's not in Star. It's a different universe, but he is... He's the Spock. He is Spock. They're okay. all stars. That, they're all stars. <laughs> um, you've, you've made yourself laugh so much you had to hide your face. <laughs> Well, I'm certainly hiding uh, my face. I don't know it's good enough. Maybe separate that. And then last... Oh, so we've got Neil plus one as well playing. Uh, Neil Curran, who is our Ireland improv, is coming over. He's also teaching uh, what you're doing wrong. So his workshop is all focusing on, like, it's so easy. We're just making shit up. So then why do we hate ourselves when we feel like it's going wrong? Mm. So that'll be a really good one for people who get a bit stuck in their heads and a bit worried. But also... Um, just to remember that like we do it because we like it guys um and then lastly which is very exciting we've got the playground we've got maria peters and lauren shearing bringing in the local love they're gonna have a whole pile of guests and also nick spurs Oram, the playmobile players oh my god yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is a spurs fan so how did <laughs> if i you forget need to nick use Oram the toilet was... that's a good time to walk out uh <laughs> i love nick <laughs> 
If you've never seen Nick Orange of the Playmobil Place, you haven't lived. Um, no offence to anybody else in London, but that is my all-time favourite London show. I do worry that it's just a cry for help. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's so... The first time I watched him do a whole Harold, first of all, just a one-man Harold. That is fucking challenging. 25 minutes, you alone on stage, full Harold. To then, instead of doing it yourself, to do it with Playmobil players, little Lego men. That's bonkers to this me. This is what supporting Tottenham Hotspurs pushes you to. <laughs> nobody asked you to bring the football into it Keith no. nobody, nobody's <laughs> nobody asked for it um, so that in the world's largest nutshell is slapped <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so as I said third week in October workshops are going to go from the 17th to the 23rd so there's workshops all the way through oh there's a coaching workshop too Alex yeah with Berg. Berg yeah I'm sorry I just remembered to uh... yep so you're 17th to the 17th to 23rd coaching workshop is if you if you are an improv coach and would like to be better or if you would like to learn to be an improv coach because mm. um, it's a different set of skills. I'll let you bring the football back into it now. Not everybody who plays well is a good coach and not everybody who coaches well is the world's best player. Um, so it's great to have training on that side as well. I, was, I like that now. Yes. That made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Having been a teacher for 20 years, plus being a mediocre improviser for 20 years, that's my life analogy. Of <laughs> it's sad. I always wanted to be the other one, but I've just had to accept now that I'm always going to be average on stage and better off. <laughs> that's devastating to say out loud. Um, yeah, 17th to 23rd. Uh, workshops will be all over the weekends. There'll be a lot of evenings, but there won't be workshops while the shows are on. So there's no workshops on the 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd in the evening, but the daytime is full of them because obviously we've got uh, international guests coming over and taking them. So my suggestion is book a workshop and take a sickie. But not Drew's on the uh, Sunday or whatever day <laughs> I say take Drew's workshop. I say take I so it. you decide. Also, if it's a Sunday, you don't have to. So, well, normal, normal working it's the yeah. day after the final slapdash show. People will be sick, but yeah. in a very different way. Yeah, don't waste your money. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a waste of money. It's an absolute waste of money. I genuinely think it'll be the best workshop at Slapdash. For me, if no one else turns <laughs> on. That's what I'm trying to guarantee. <laughs> Uh, Slapdashfestival.co.uk You can also find it through the C3something website, c3something.com uh, and through the nursery website we'll have access to it. It's got its own Twitter. Yeah, at Slapdash Improv, I believe it is. And the hashtag is hashtag. Hashtag Slapdash16. Uh, and again, you can also find it through at C3something or at Nursery Theatre. So it's any way in. Or a lot of you just know us. Like, <laughs> stop us in the street, ask us at shows. Um... I always find it so weird doing plugs at the end of the night when it's like, I, if you want more information about my classes, I'm in the room, man. Just fucking come and talk to me. Yeah. Do you want to just briefly talk about what you're doing on Sunday nights at the horse yeah. and stables? Mostly it's bad improv. <laughs> but, that's, but that's a gift because it's good. I mean, bad improv is what, you know, that's, we should be aiming for that. Right. And then well, we're, we're working hard. <laughs> we're, working we're aiming higher. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are like, I'll aim for art instead of for comedy. It's like, I'll aim for anything that doesn't make the audience walk out. <laughs> so you've got the drop-in, which is on at six. Yeah, that's our newest, well, our second newest night, actually. Uh, Depress that one. depresses me that we're doing um, so much at the moment. You've got an even newer night than the drop-in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you still have, haven't you? Yeah. Yes, well, let's talk about that. the drop-in first. Let's do yeah. the drop-in first. So, um, I love the drop-in. The drop-in, um, I think, is great because... Um, um, we're in it's a big open invite um, there's always a jam um, so if you're not in a team you can come along and get on stage and you know what we've actually had teams form through just turning up wow. jamming and mm -hmm. finding out oh look you I want to do more you want to do more see through something don't run shows without a chance to jam or play every single yes. show we run there's some stage time for the yes. audience somewhere yeah it's, I think it's important like, uh, give, give stage time um, but so so it's open to, it doesn't matter how new you are as a team how established you are um, how experimental you are in fact it does no it does matter because the more experimental you are the more likely we are going to crowbar you in yeah because we want we want this to be a safe environment to come and try anything if so i would go even further we want the bonkers shit fucking bring it on that's exactly <laughs> no, what we're yeah, looking for if you're like i've ever wondered if i could improvise naked with a bar of soap up my ass the drop-in yes. is the show for you <laughs> it, it it is we've had, so recently we've had um 
we've had a guy come along and he improvised with um, with an algorithm that he wrote on his computer. Piotr? Yeah. yeah. Yes, um, he was in the last episode of the Improv London podcast. Oh, nice. so, uh, yes. so listeners will have heard about them last week. Nice, on episode week. 45. Correct. Yep. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. Technically, that's a callback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he came and he, he was experimenting for the first time and it was just fantastic. Um, where we've we've done shows ourselves, like where we'll just put blindfolds on and sit. Well, let's see what happens if we're all blindfolded. You um, stuck your dirty fingers in my mouth. That's what happened. It wasn't my finger. <laughs> in that case, my... Keith, you got bigger problems. It was my <laughs> <laughs> uh, Should I say smaller problems? <laughs> uh, yeah, but drop in. <laughs> but it's fair, yeah we want people to come come um at dcm they do um they call them bit shows mm-hmm. in the evening where um i think generally it's like party shows people have a drink 1am to 6am we kind of want that spirit of um but a, you know, a more social time yeah 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 and a nice london you know there's no 24 until hour people tube. get used to the 24 hour tube we can't see through something have tried running late night shows london won't do it no the bell rings at 11 o'clock i must have one more beer and then i must go no 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 yeah. i cannot do comedy at 10 p.m no 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 That's london true. cannot deal it's true but at dcm they'll do they'll do uh, so you know what a mono scene is They'll do a Bono scene where everyone is Bono, and then and it's just crazy. It's just crazy shit, but like a crazy Christopher idea. Walken, well, where everybody has to walk onto scenes as Christopher Walken. Yeah, they do a straight man show where everyone plays the straight man and, and accuses everyone else of being the unusual thing. They're all trying to out straight man each other. I think it's unusual that you're explaining what straight man is. Well, I think just... it's unusual that you would bring that up just after I. Um, it's better than this. Um, yeah, so, so we want people, please get in touch with us. Um, improv at c3something.com. That's right. Um, or, like Kylie says, just come and harass us. But seriously, like if you want to do a one prov, um, Jacqueline Black uh, now runs. Um, we've, we've given her a run a couple of times. Um, solo so prov, yeah. Yeah, and a, a good friend of. Hang Solo. Hang yes. Solo, thank you. Um, yeah. A good friend of both of us, Joel. Um, apparently, I missed it that week, but he apparently done mm. um, a one prov short form. Yeah. I love, um, I love him anyway, but so what's. <laughs> just laughing it's, yeah. I'm just laughing thinking about it because I can't encapsulate what he did but it was just oh, right. it was, it was well delight. he said he was happy with it it was a delight <laughs> was yeah a delight. I bet I bet so you know what so come up with a crazy batshit idea where you think this would never work Come and bring it, please, please. But um, also for the drop-in as well, like, we want the Bachelor ideas. We're desperate mm. for them. But also just, like, email us for some stage time. New teams, oh, yeah. you know, London is growing and growing and growing as an improv scene, but we're still pretty small, and it's hard to get stage time. So absolutely, you know, yeah. give us a shout. Um, you, you know, you perform and you get better. You learn from it. You learn from the process. There's only so many classes and rehearsals you can get taking before you want to start applying it. Uh, I will re-emphasize, once you are applying it, keep taking the class. Because <laughs> I have met a lot of people that are just like, I'm on stage now! <laughs> that doesn't mean you're done learning, dude. <laughs> doesn't mean you're done learning. No, that's when my learning starts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's also a great interactive show for the audience. We get a lot going on. That was very deep. Yeah, we do. That was very deep. No, I, I walked over that a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. You're, so the learning you're starts. a shallow person. <laughs> I'm so fucking shallow. You have no idea. You have absolutely no idea. I'm not even looking at the timer on the Zoom. I'm just admiring my own reflection. <laughs> yeah, so we, so we have a drop-in. Um, so please do apply to that. Um, if you're a person on your own, come along and jam. We, we, we try and do um, different twists on the jam mm-hmm. sometimes. So we do the movie form, so we might, in the jam, get them to do a movie, or we might do... Yeah, um, other... so the drop-in's at 6pm on Sundays, mm-hmm. and then our regular show, which has been going for about a year and a half now, mm-hmm. Dinner and a Movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme, is at 8. Uh, so you are welcome to come to either or both shows. They both have jams. Both. Um, both, I mean, both is great, but don't feel like you have to stay. I think a lot of people <laughs> are just stay. like, I've just had 90 minutes of improv, that might be enough. Whereas no, other people are just like, enough. I've just had 90 minutes! Give me 90 minutes! <laughs> be that person. Uh, I'm in the shows and even I struggle to be that person some weeks some weeks I'm like are we not done come on guys tank's empty most weeks I own the other person but there's also a jam in that show as well every C3 something show has a jam talking Um, of other every C3 
show. Last, the last new show. The was an old show. The yeah. Fiver Sides yeah. back, baby. Yeah. Do you remember going to the old Fiver Sides at the old nursery? I I remember it being on, but I don't think I actually ever made it to that. I can uh, honestly say, hand on heart, this is a genuine back by popular demand. Right. Uh, but new and improved. New and improved because it used to be referred to as the improv show that never ends. Uh, <laughs> because there was a lot going on. Uh, Steve Rowe really wanted C3 something to start running a regular night at the Miller. But Steve is also a massive champion of getting people stage time, yeah. getting people on stage. So he wanted us specifically to run a show that would be open to newer teams and open to people that want to experiment, which is something that really appeals to C3 something anyway. Uh, so the five aside is a title that you can ignore because it confuses people. Each yeah, week you we don't would, need you five don't need people. five. <laughs> One is fine. Yeah. Twelve is fine. Probably a little bit much, but um, so each time the show's on uh, at the moment, it's basically. Wednesdays, but not all Wednesdays, every second or third, check out c3something.com or uh, check out the Hoopla website, we'll have it as well, and so will the Miller website, I think. Um, also, just check out the Hoopla website, because Steve's just such a nice man. In fact, don't even do that, just email Steve and just say, hey, you're a really nice guy and you don't get told off he enough. He's a really nice guy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. I think there's drugs involved, you can't be that nice all the time. He's got really nice hair too. He does, he's hair never does. say that. Do you think he's a robot? I, yeah. I think maybe he's a robot. Well, He's we'll, nice all the time. His we'll hand check never with moves. Piotr. He'll know yes. whether Steve yeah. Rowe is a robot or not. <laughs> okay, so Steve's a really nice robot. But, uh, <laughs> not yeah, pirate we'll... or a ninja, though. <laughs> uh, Billy Merritt, Robot Pirate Ninja Trademark. Uh, we'll, <coughs> March. we'll be back March next year, March 2017. Put it in your diary, Billy Merritt. He is one of our teachers, like Will Hines and Anthony Tamanick, that sells out in seconds, so be prepared now. Uh, Don't sign up. No, sign up for that one. It's fine, yeah. <laughs> Just your messages are so confusing, yeah. Ethan, so I don't know what to do now. Uh, we book five teams every time, um, and we make one audience team. So again, yes. if you want to play, you just come along, get a raffle ticket, you might be in the audience team. Each team gets eight minutes, and they can do anything they like in that eight minutes. But the one trick is they get exactly eight minutes. It is on the clock. So if they have a wonderful end of a scene at 7 minutes and 49 seconds, we just leave them there, dicks in the wind, for 11 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> While they try and figure out if they're supposed to start a new scene or not. <laughs> and also a big boo to any of the teams that finish with the whole, like, whatever you have to say, do it in 6 seconds. Fuck you, do your improv scene, stop watching the clock. <laughs> uh, so 6 teams will play in the first half. At the break time, after the break, the audience will vote via the very technical measure of applause. Uh, and one team will win that week and they will be rewarded with a 15 minute slot in the second half. Wow. So they'll go off and warm up. So it's really an incentive to get more stage time. Be good, get more stage time. Don't be good, learn, come back again. <laughs> um, we then, with the remaining teams, we take a member from each of it and the beautiful Keith Mulder. And then we do what's called a play by play which is where they all do scenes together and two of C3 something sit off to the side and commentate. It's brilliant. Like it's one brilliant. would do in a it's, sporting it's match. Heckling, <laughs> they heckling. They see C3 something like, oh, we're so supportive. No, they trick you into coming along <laughs> and then they heckle you. They sit on stage alongside you and heckle you and give you, quote unquote, Why are you saying they? Sight. You're one of us. <laughs> because you bullied me last week. <laughs> and I've been the person playing previously. It's Shem's the only one that hasn't suffered so far. Yeah. This week, Shem is playing. Right? <laughs> you heard it here first? Shem. Shem. <laughs> I like to think this is how he gets his news. Yeah. 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 So the play-by-play -play is something we stole off Will and Kevin Hines, which is something they stole off Michael Delaney and Billy Merritt. Uh, but it's improv, so it's not stealing, it's just recycling. <laughs> um, and it is, it's, uh, it's sort of a really fun inside baseball style of play where you're watching people improvise, but at the same time you have some experienced improvisers on the outside commenting on the techniques that are being used and a little bit sort of expunging the flaws and the initiations. Brilliant. and. And sometimes just having a little bit of fun at the expense of the improvisers. And then finally, if that's not enough, you get to watch C3 something, do some improv, and Keith do terrible callbacks and walk-ons. Uh, get him a button and then get around the door. <laughs> I made this. That's improv! <laughs>